Hear your names. It's the White. If you get a customer or an employee who thinks he's Charles Bronson, take the butt of your gun and smash their nose in. It's the blind. If they hadn't done what I told them not to do, they'd still be alive. It's the Orange. Yes, you kill me, man. Mr. Pink. Why am I Mr. Pink? Who cares what your name is? Yeah, that's easy for you to say. You're Mr. White. You have a cool-sounding name. Welcome everyone to Cinemarcade. This is the podcast about movies, video games, and the sparks that fly when those two worlds collide, or in this case, the bullet fiesta that occurs. Uh, my name is Steve Gunley. You can call me Mr. Green. And it's not easy. Let me tell you. It's not easy being uh, Mr. Green. Who else is with me today? Hi, I'm Justin. I think I'm very clearly Mr. White. Okay, yeah, yeah, we all got together and agreed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I may be the whitest you're, guy you know. You're Mr. Clear, yeah. Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Who else is here with us? Uh, Jay Banner, you can call me uh, Mr. Pink or Purple or Pink or Purple. Damn it, why do I have to be Mr. Pink? <laughs> We're all fighting around who gets to be Mr. Black, but uh, that one is already taken by our guest here today. You're gonna, oh, you get designated. I'm that. Mr. You don't, Black. You huh? don't get to pick your name. Yeah, you get the cool sounding one. <laughs> is, is this the uh, is this the second heist? The heist that would have happened after the movie? Uh, this is the follow up heist. Yeah, yeah the this is the heist. assuming they were successful, which for the most part they were, but we'll get into that. <laughs> Um, no, they were. Do, no, I, do I say my real name or do I just yeah. go by Mr. Black the whole time? I can go by Mr. Black the whole time. That's I mean, fine. We should, you should, we That'd should be say a pretty your good real bit. name. Yeah, that, okay. might, that might help for people <laughs> to know My name is Chewy. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? <laughs> Chewy is here. We're very excited to have you. Thank you so I much for taking the time. I kind of thought I was time. more Joe than I was anybody else. I thought you were I think oh. you were Eddie. Eddie? Eddie, yeah. Eddie's a fuck up, though. Wait, I will go to bat. Is Eddie a fuck up? Eddie presents like a fuck up, but he doesn't actually fuck up it's not yeah. like he's the clown prince of crime though or something you know, <laughs> no, like no, I'm, I'm no. only I'm he's often... got a goofy face but he, he's, he's he's very serious yeah, he's a yeah, nice serious. guy yeah, he, he is was, he was ready to go and he wasn't fooled by the by the cop but um, we should probably but the, wait yeah we should wait, we wait yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you can't tell what I'll we're be talking Mr. Black. about that's, that's fine if you can't tell what we're talking about, we are talking about Reservoir Dogs. A, uh, Can you say that again? <laughs> reservoir Dogs. Okay, okay, what did I say? How did I say Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir like, Dogs. Okay. That's your choice. Which would you prefer? I'll take the dog. <laughs> okay, uh, you got I'll take a, a Brute Reserve. A Brute Reserve. Uh, or Dog. Or Dog. I'm wearing Eau de Dog. <laughs> yes. Right now. That's what that is. Okay. All right. Can you that, smell that? That, that, nice? that? Yeah, it's real nice. It's Makes real nice. Girls go woof. Woof. <laughs> Woofy woof woof. The girls. Because I'm a teenage boy. You're, you're zooming them girls. Zooming. I'm a teenage boy or I'm a real creepy 25-year-old guy. I've been replaced as the youngest person. Oh, my <laughs> God. Have you guys seen Dazed and Confused recently? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, awful. it's so, like, it's, like Matthew McConaughey. Like, when you're yeah. younger, you're like, Matthew McConaughey, he's so cool. He's so hot. <laughs> and then you're like, he's so creepy. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's so creepy. What's he doing hanging around? Like, like go away, bud. And the whole line about these girls like mm-hmm. stay the same age <laughs> and you're like 
that was meant to be creepy, but yes. was like, I don't know. People Sometimes, were transmuting that as like an iconic uh, character. I'm like, it no, this is iconic. It is iconic. I used to but... say, all right, all right, all right, all the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, does that oh. come from Days and Confusion? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I think, I think the Matthew McConaughey character is clearly a drag kid later yeah. on in life. Though, oh, like yeah. he's a rich kid from the Westlake yeah. area 100%. that eventually, like, because he's got the car, he's got, and his parents are oh, like, get God. the fuck out. And so, he keeps notch. During during the pandemic, after I got the shot, I went crazy stir crazy and i started driving uber and i would drive uber for all these westlake kids oh no and it was fucking it was like it was so wild i'm driving these kids around and they're like talking all this big game but be like yeah i'm gonna smash that like and oh. these, and it was so it was like i was like oh my god i feel like if they made dazed and confused nowadays everyone would be so insufferable <laughs> oh, you yeah. just wouldn't be able to like watch yeah, the movie i'm gonna get her pregnant and then mommy and daddy are gonna take care of the baby for me while i continue on with my life and go to a very nice school and then get a job with my dad's firm yeah and then i'll raise my kid as my brother <laughs> is, is that what happens in the oh movie? sure sure oh, yeah. no not in the no, movie no, no. that's no, a sequel it, it, yeah, yeah that's yeah. in the that's, sequel yeah that, that's the uh, subtext that's the yeah. Westlake strategy. it's called Got lazed it. in corporate <laughs> <laughs> But not we're crazy. on the wrong movie, aren't we? We're, all, we're way on the wrong movie. That's okay. We're roughly in the right era yeah, because sure, we're sure. talking about early 90s indie films. Mm. You know, I know Days and Confused was released by Universal. Don't at me. I understand. But this nah. movie, Reservoir Dogs, is in a lot of ways kind of like the firing pistol for so many like independent films. It was like such a big movie for a very specific breed of uh, film nerd aka uh, me uh, uh, very much a, on this? One, a 2.5 million 2. 5 for this million. whole movie which was the most they'd ever given Tarantino for a movie yet. like I think he got yeah. it sight unseen like yeah. they didn't even read the script they were just like we like you so much because of the scripts you've done already uh, here you go here's yeah, some cash he, he had a few floating around that would like one right. of them would eventually become True Romance mm-hmm. which wasn't directed by him but no. um, it definitely is a Tarantino movie oh yeah and then uh, I think Natural Born Killers he wrote yep. on he did uh, he, he did write that yeah he did some well Oliver Stone and changed it completely uh, pretty, pretty much, much but, uh, yeah. but he wrote the story he got the story by on it uh, yeah he really? still gets credit uh, it, what's the what's the Tarantino chronology okay uh, so this is the first one go. this is this the is first it. proper the one, first one. Okay. Uh, at this time so well, a little <laughs> bit about this movie Reservoir Dogs was released October 9th 1992 it's directed and written by Quentin Tarantino and it stars Harvey Keitel Tim Roth Steve Buscemi Michael Madsen Lawrence Tierney Chris Penn Eddie Bunker Kirk Baltz and Quentin Tarantino so yes, <laughs> always a mistake. Always, a mistake. <laughs> always a mistake to every put time. Tarantino in a movie. We've decided now that every time uh, Harvey Keitel or Quentin Tarantino Ugh. come on screen, we have to yell, "Hey, those are the guys from Little Nicky." So, <laughs> that's, that's the new bit. In the and house. see, I'm like, not a yeah. Harvey Keitel fan either. Like, I think he's a terrible fucking actor, extremely overrated, and never is he more overrated than in this film. I, I like his Harvey. line deliveries are so fucking bad in this movie. It's very. I like mouth. Harvey Keitel. I do think that he's not the breakout star of this. Like, no, no, no. I feel like that's Tim, Tim Roth. Roth. Yeah, Tim yeah. Roth and Buscemi and Madsen all really yeah, popped Buscemi off is this fantastic. movie. But Buscemi in particular, he was kind of like an up and coming guy mm-hmm. at this time. But yeah. uh, it's always so interesting to me the chronology of Steve Buscemi's face. Because <laughs> I don't he like, just has, like as from a baby to now. Is that what you're saying? I mean, like, because he he just has. I don't know how to describe his face. But Don he, Knotts. That's how you describe his yeah. face. He looks like Don Knotts. I don't know who that is. I know you yeah. don't because you're a baby. <laughs> I mean, he was, uh, 
at this time, what he he had been a firefighter in New York, yeah, like, for right. like five or six years before this. Quit to go become an actor, and everybody <laughs> made fun of him. The, the, the wiry, fiery fighter. <laughs> the wiry guy. With the, the wiry, fiery. The, the crooked teeth and the pug eyes, and like he just he he does not look like anybody, and he made it work. Somebody like him. cast him in some plays, I think, is what yeah. it was, and he got discovered that way. Yeah, he got some plays. He was doing a lot of like uh, indie queer films, like mm-hmm. in the 90s. I forget the name of the big one that a he was in. A lot of yeah. the the casting came from New York actually yeah. for this movie so well um, yeah the story of this was so around this time quentin tarantino was working at uh, video archives in la which is a uh, now a famous video store because uh he went back and bought it mm. uh, and is keeping it alive but yeah he was uh, by day he was working at this video store and uh sometimes he would go out for little bit parts as an actor you can find an early episode of the golden girls with him on it playing an elvis character that's, that's one of the <laughs> One of the few like little acting roles he would book, but uh, in the meantime, he was always like working on his Until scripts. He realized I can book myself in anything I want. Pretty Blanche, much. Blanche, yeah. don't tell me how good my coffee is. I know how good my coffee is. Blanche, <laughs> Blanche, I want a peanut butter. You eat a rose. Peanut butter and banana sandwich. I want you to fry, <laughs> fry it, rose. fry it up real good, and feed it to me on the toilet, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's my Tarantino that's Elvis. Not- I am now Tarantino Elvis. afraid. Yeah, I'm just like cr- like currently like. So scared. Your uh, Tarantino accents are so creepy. They are very bad. Very he's bad. a creepy guy. He is a creepy guy. Still one of my favorite. I think it was a Golden Globes joke. Uh, Tina Fey uh, got up and said, Quentin Tarantino is here, the star of all my sexual nightmares. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think of that every time now. I mean, I. But, you know, he was working, to writing scripts kind of in his free time, and we, he had the script for Reservoir Dogs, and he intended it to be kind of like a weekend project he would shoot with his buddies. He raised like $30,000 to get it made. But then his acting teacher, he had given it to his acting teacher who had passed it along. His acting teacher who should have been fired. Should have been fired. <laughs> who did not do a good job. Should not have encouraged him. Look, no, should not have encouraged him. Some people, myself probably included, just will never be good actors. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you said it, not us. Mean. And, uh, you know, I'm proud to be in the same boat as Quentin Tarantino for one thing in my life. There you go. Why? Because you've been to the chili parlor? Is that why? <laughs> you're really into feet? Is that what you're telling me? No. Yeah. You just know. Well, because those aren't the boats. That that's I'm big in. That's big talk. You're putting yourself in the same vein as Tarantino. Huh? You're in the same category? In terms of uh, acting skills. <laughs> there we go. All right. There we go. I thought you meant proximity. No, no, All no. Right. no. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm no. exactly as good an actor as Genghis Khan. Okay. We, we all just get to claim who <laughs> Genghis Khan would have been an extraordinary actor. There was a lot of politics he had to overcome to become a Khan. Thank you very much. Do not talk bad about Genghis Khan unless it's the mass murder. Oh, I'm sorry if I'm smirching this murderer. A Khan apologist at the table. Well, you saw how many times she was shooting that cop in the dick. Is this what Rapid Khan was about? You were shooting a lot of dick in that game, (laughs) (laughs) J-Band. You didn't even try to. Once you shot the first guy in the dick, you never aimed higher. I don't. Think, I was I don't, doing it on purpose. I don't think Justin. you needed. To, I don't think you needed to yell. This is for Barbie during it. Okay. Greta Gerwig deserved director nomination. Da, 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 da. Take that, Oscar. Don't even nominate Margot Robbie. What the fuck? <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. I knew this. You get I, to the history of it. Will I we? knew this was going to go wildly off the rails. That's okay. That's okay. I'm here for it. It's not really actually, what I want to say, it's so funny because, like, uh, Steve and I are usually the oldest pe- people on the podcast. Yes. And, oh. <laughs> what are you saying here, man? We have to deal with your youth all the time, Justin. <laughs> but wait, how old are y'all? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm 40. I'm 39. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so. I got y'all by about 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty close. I'm, pretty I'm close. kicking fitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Justin. <laughs> no one likes a braggart. You will die someday. Okay. Yeah. No, just say it. Just, just like say the rest it. of us. And I'll be there. <laughs> holding your hand as you slip off into the dark, dark, cold clench of death. Hey, I that loved, you're very sweet. I love Because Jay Ben will have shot you in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and there you are. Times. Like, I love you, Justin. It's okay, man. Just just go. Bah, 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 bah. You don't have to hold on anymore. <laughs> I love how there's nothing about, you know, you know, uh, you know stay with us, you know, everything's going to be fine. No, like, if you're... No, no, go, 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 man, it's okay, cool. Man. We got this, we got this, you're good. I mean, technology could probably save you, but we're not doing that. <laughs> I don't think any of us have enough money for that. I don't have six million dollars lying that's around. True. That's true. That's a reference for us olds. There we go. Yeah, six million dollars, man. I like it. Anyway. You didn't know you were getting a Foley artist here today. We assume. I yes. was going to yeah. say blah, that blah, blah. Uh, in the movie, I thought it was really touching that they had uh, Mr. White cuddle Mr. Orange yes. when he was yeah. dying. Yeah. That was it's a very so Only to then ruin his entire life. Oh, yeah. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say white shirt. Life. Yeah, because he, I mean, he does that too. Yeah, but his white no, shirt he yeah he um he cuddled him at the beginning before right right before he knew before yeah. he knew yeah. and then and then he cuddled him again at the end and then Tim Roth was like hey <laughs> sorry dude I'm a cop everything that you've been doing you were the wrong person in every situation so far and then my bad and Kaitel just... gives the worst. I used, to, I used to just love, like, every once in a while, if it was all quiet in a room with my friends, I would go like, I'm a cop. Larry. 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 Are you? I'm That's so fucking good. I'm a cop. Larry. You're going to be okay. Say, Say the goddamn words. <laughs> worst, worst, worst improv ever. <laughs> like, um, you know he improvised that line. Did he really? I, I feel, yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. I've been flashback to a thousand bad dates where people were <laughs> men were just doing Tarantino like uh, recaps of the movies and like and they're like yeah I really like Pulp Fiction hey, and they what just would you like a Royale with cheese <laughs> J-Man that's what they call it in Amsterdam J-Man this is uh this may be not be the best time to tell you but you did die uh, earlier tonight this is your purgatory <laughs> you have to sit here Stuck while we here Tarantino forever. at you you gotta hold Justin's hand while he shuffles off too <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, I'm de- I'm getting us back on track. Okay, this go. Movie, You're the boss. The script, you can. The script made it You're into Joe. the hands of Harvey Keitel uh, because his That's wife right. was like the acting coach, and so Harvey Keitel really oh. took a liking to this. He kind of made this happen. He uh, got some money put into it, and he had some higher level talent come out and audition for this. Among the people they rejected were George Clooney and mm-hmm. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, you know? I knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Who the ones they, they auditioning for oh, I general know. auditions. I, I probably the, the Vic Vega part. Yeah, yeah, probably. I feel like, but of course, better than they found a bunch of up and coming actors, uh, including Steve Buscemi, Tim Roth, and Michael Madsen, uh, who all 
really kind of popped off of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Harvey Keitel was in a really weird, like, omnipresent place in his career at this time because he had like. Did he, was he? Did the piano come out yet? The piano. Had, ha- the piano was coming out this next year. Okay. But he had been in like Last Temptation of Christ and, and Bad, Bad Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Yeah. Like yeah, he was he was kind of having his little Bad Lieutenant. Moment. His only good movie ever. <laughs> Bad Lieutenant's fucking good. Yeah. Well, well Grand Budapest Hotel. And, uh, well, he's God damn it! I don't count that for him. He's good in support. That's roles not his fucking. On. No, wait a second. You're giving him way too much. He's credit. good in Mean Streets, Taxi Driver, early early Cattell and very early late Cattell yeah. are good. That's you're it's, right. It's, it's, it gets a little gummy I'll, and coked I'll give you up that. in the middle, but yeah. God, it's bad. Yeah, but <laughs> either way, uh, they did get enough money to put this together. They filmed the entire thing in an abandoned mortuary uh, because they mm. didn't really have any money. They didn't even have enough money to film the Diamond Heist, which they originally right. intended. It was kind of a Jaws situation where, like, because they just ran out of money, they couldn't do the set piece, but mm-hmm. that wound up making it cooler in that regard because they had to go with the non-linear yeah, timeline. What would this have been if it was like a, a full heist movie? An hour yeah. longer. It'd probably, <laughs> honestly. It would be like Heat. Because it's like already Michael a pretty Man's fucking heat. long movie. Yeah. For well, a first time out director. It's, it's 98 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a, a long, long movie. 98 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, this this was kind of one of the... Asleep at one point. <laughs> you fell asleep. I can see that. Like yeah. seven minutes. I could yeah. see falling asleep during this one. There's a lot of quiet moments in the in the in the warehouse, yeah. you know, and like, uh, it, and then it gets tense. But yeah, it was, I mean, everything really does happen in the last uh, like like minute. Yeah, it's like I, a basketball game. Yeah, yeah, you only needed to. You only needed to watch the last, the last bit. I yeah. assumed that I had missed so much, uh, but really, all that I had missed, I'd fallen asleep at the beginning, like right as they were in the not at the beginning, but yeah. like. Uh, like when the they first... were going through uh, Mr. White and uh, Larry and the Mr. Orange's, like what happened? Their to backstory, them. and so uh, or like, no, their their now story. Yeah, their yeah. their now story. Mm-hmm. They were like hanging out in the car chatting, and then I fell asleep, and then I woke up, and we we're back in the warehouse, and I was like, there was probably a lot that happened. Oh, you maybe you might have missed like, like one minutes. of the best fucking monologues ever. The, uh, the of by Tarantino, the, yeah, the the, yeah. the the commode story is so fucking good. I mean, yes. you know, I, I I ended up watching it back later. I but... do feel like the Tarantino, all the monologues feel like Tarantino, oh, like, yeah. even though they're different characters, and it's really funny to see like the different actors <laughs> do their take on an impression of Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> they're always doing that. <laughs> and yeah, I do like the commode story. Yeah. I, I I thought that was really good, but it was definitely like um, it's it took him a couple of movies to sort of write out his very specific yeah uh yeah he's, pacing he settled no. into his style a bit now like uh, i i will say like that commode story bit in particular is some of the most like brash filmmaking like he had this mm-hmm. reputation of just being kind of this very like kind of brash and cocky young filmmaker and that is definitely him showing off because mm-hmm. it's like all right this monologue is gonna between, yeah. cutting between it's like here's him learning it here's him performing on stage here's him living it mm-hmm. then while he's living it we're going to have another story being told by a different character mm-hmm. and that's in the middle of the yeah, yeah. Uh- Excellent editing done by Menke. Uh, his, um, I don't remember her first name, but uh, she was. I, oh God damn it! It's like Emily oh. or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a really, it's a really it's, like old. Like she sounds like she knits. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, anyway, but but yeah, that that whole. What's well, uh, really funny that we're like Steve is solving this, but so much of the dialogue Sally. in the movie. Sally Menke. Sally oh, that's Menke. not what I thought at all. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking like, so much of it was like, oh, do you remember that actor? It's like dudes. We all have Google now. Yeah, yeah we don't have <laughs> yeah. to remember anything. Uh, we don't have to. Now, I will say, I have seen this movie a few times before, mm-hmm. but it had been like a decade. 
Uh, it had been a so bit. I yeah. had forgotten so many of it. But then, because you were asleep during most of it every time. Uh, when when I got to the the commode, that part, I was like, "Oh, that's this movie." I had forgotten about that entirely, and now like I was like, "Oh yeah," it, it was such an interesting moment of where I was like, "Oh, this is." In my opinion, one of my favorite parts of the movie, and I had mm. fully forgotten it was in this movie until yeah. it happened. Like, not even none of the lead up at any point sparked that. Oh yeah, and then it's when it happened. I was like, "All oh, right." Yeah. yeah. On the monologue thing, this is the this is the one that had the Top Gun monologue in it originally, didn't it? Oh, I don't remember. The do you Top know what I'm saying? Th- y- y'all don't know the Top Gun monologue. No, I don't no. think I do. Uh, there's a there's a whole scene cut from this movie. I'm pretty sure it's this movie oh, where Tarantino yeah. talks about how Top Gun is uh, homoerotic. Yeah, and it's it's a, it's a movie about Maverick and Goose like falling in love, and and if you watch Top Gun again, it man, it, it really is. is. It's very very yeah. gay, and There's it's a, it's so yeah. beautiful. It's it a beautiful is. story. I mean, yeah. he loses his lover. Yeah, it's there so bad. They very, play volleyball together. Very oily volleyball. I feel very for them. oily vo- volleyball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, love wins. Not that day. <laughs> no, not no, that day. No, Goose exploded. Goose died. Uh, but this Spoilers. this movie was kind of the film that made Sundance Film Festival yes. sort of like the place to go. Sundance had existed for a couple years, but when this movie hit, it was so buzzy and everyone was talking about it. There was this big bidding war over it. Mm-hmm. Finally went to Miramax, a perfect company that's never done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it was... What did they do wrong? Uh, Look up Harvey we'll, Weinstein. Yeah. Oh, Harvey yeah. Weinstein. oh God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, got it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, the movie, it came out, it only made like $2 million in theaters. Like, it mm-hmm. kind of just barely made its money, but it was this Se- huge hit on VHS. Sex, Lies, and Videotape was the same year, wasn't it? Or that was it one, a year or two before? That one was 89. Oh, God that, damn, I'm way off. Yeah, now. but that, that was that another was of the early... the beginning of it, too. Yeah, yeah the, the, of the big indie film movement. There's a really but, good book about this. It's called, like, something Raging Bulls. Mm-hmm. And, Raging Bulls and uh, uh, Clerks. Clerks something. and yeah. something like that. Yeah, but I, it's, I know it talks about this whole 90s era of filmmakers. Yeah, it takes each of them and like uh and yeah. like talks about their story and how these movies uh, made and I, I know link really late, i don't think anything link later is done has been made into a, a video game so we'll never cover <laughs> the before sunrise trilogy no. uh, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be fun it's a dating sim that'd be incredible the boyhood one <laughs> game. takes 13 years to yeah, play. It takes <laughs> you can only play it a little bit every yeah. year <laughs> And you have to stop and go, oh, that's Darple, and like the whole time. I think that's the only reason Linklater's great is like <laughs> he's got Austin and every one of them. There you go. Everybody from Austin loves to go like, oh, he's going the wrong way on that street. <laughs> I don't think I've watched any of his Texas movies since I've lived here. I really? Do that. Oh man, yeah, you need to go back and watch Slacker, Slacker and, yes. and like right now. It's like. It's so awesome. Because Slacker has the whole monologue yeah. about the shooting at UT, mm-hmm. which is like yeah. literally around the corner from where I work. So yeah. like, yeah, that's that's crazy. My mother, when I was a child, uh, we came up here for the uh, the UIL State One Act Play Contest mm-hmm. to, to watch the, yeah. the contest at UT. They always did it there at the, ba- uh, not the Bass, but the B.I. and Payne Theater. And it was night when we came out and the UT Tower was lit up uh, orange, right? My mom, at uh, I think it was like maybe five, at, at age five goes, you know, a man shot 16 people from that tower. And I was like terrified that he was still there. My mother, my mother took me to see The Exorcist in the theater at age four. 
And I still can't to this day look at a picture of Linda Blair in the makeup. I, I'm terrified of that movie. I understand that. Yeah, and I, I, like I, I give the tower a look. I went to UT, and every time I'm kind of I, I zigzag like, to class. Yep. Yeah. Man. No, it's it's a big imposing not to make thing. fun of the the situation. It was an awful, awful. No, not at yeah. all. But it's but definitely like it pops in my mind every time I walk I, past. And it. I was at UT when they finally started letting people back up into the tower. Yeah. Uh, like, but it was private events and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In '95 or '6. Hey. Yeah. That's when I was born. Shut up, Justin. Yeah, Nobody fucking hell. likes you. You go to hell. Does anybody uh, like him? No. No, we took her. We asked. Rivet's okay on him. That's about it. Yeah. Good dude's coming around. He's coming This around. podcast would be a four star at least if he wasn't on. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh. Wait, what is our. How many stars do we have? I, I don't know. Two I and a half? Well, hey, what are you How many tomatoes? We're yeah. yeah. We're, we're, what's our tomato Oh, we're rating? certified friggity fresh. Uh, fresh. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. yeah. That's a uh, reading I made. So, yeah, I think it's really interesting. So, this movie. Uh, I believe there's the only role for a woman in this movie is to get shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she gets carjacked. That's it. She gets carjacked. You briefly uh, see a waitress that they try not to tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Tries not to tip. Yeah, <laughs> you see a waitress that is then triggers a monologue about. Yeah, and not unlike the movie, J Ban was trying to talk about women, and we took it over. <laughs> Go right ahead, J Ban. <laughs> uh, we allow. I don't want to get shot in the dick tonight. <laughs> we, we allow. Some you people to speak. do. <laughs> I give her the gun. Go ahead, shoot him in the dick. <laughs> it's just so interesting to see a movie that's just so like like Scarface, like we've watched previously. Mm. That is just so like anti-woman. There, other than women getting shot or being talked about being shot, or like vaguely talked about as a sexual object. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like <sighs> Tarantino, uh, which is also interesting because like. Um, Kill Bill rocked mm. my world yeah. when it yeah. came out. Fantastic. Yeah. And I still feel like it's one of the few female-led superhero movies that just, like, again, I, in my mind, she's a superhero. Well, she, uh, Uma, Uma and he came up with that movie yeah. together, yeah. like, during mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction. They were like, hey, we should do this thing about this. Yeah. And then and that's the Q and U at the beginning of it. It's Uma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. And it's, um, yeah, and I just, I loved kill bill so much so it's so interesting to see him like him starting off with reservoir dogs a very like because i love film noir and there's a couple of film noirs i think it's killers or killing um this is heavily based on the killers uh that um were just exceptionally like high tense um uh and i think it's so interesting um the difference in um like the intensity like because this feels like a black comedy rather yeah. than a heist movie. It, it yeah. reads like a play to me. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like the whole, the fact that it's in like one room for most of it. And, uh, and, and I, I say the same thing about hateful eight. Yeah. I think yeah. he did a brilliant job with hateful. That's yeah. my favorite Tarantino yeah. movie. Oh, wow. And I don't yeah. like Westerns. Yeah. And, and I think that's an amazing The soundtrack film. from yeah. hateful eight. So good. So good. And, and, and just the fact that that room looks so big and it's not. He it's just he narrow, shoots it yeah. from different areas where the. I mean, he does the same thing with this. You can yeah. kind of see it's a predecessor yeah. um, to that whole idea of the one room shot. You know, my like the, uh, flatmate Christian, who's been guest on this podcast, uh, was actually in Reservoir Dogs staged in at Baylor, uh, and he played Joe Cabot. Oh, nice! <laughs> I could see him doing well at that. At Baylor? At Baylor? <laughs> was that like really underground? Because <laughs> I'm sure no, I'm sure the, the Baptist professors that, did not like. like and, and Christian was like, yeah, it was amazing for us to be like coming on and like dragging a cop and like beating him but up. But did they did they like live bleep it? I, I don't. <laughs> like, I don't you I, mother bitch. That little, is totally that's something that has not aged well. No. There, um, there's a few bits of dialogue in this movie that 
Uh, yeah. I don't know how they were at the time, but they, they were not still right up. They were very like it was '92. It's not like this was made in the '70s. Mm-hmm. Let's let's address a couple of things here about Quentin Tarantino, okay? And and also just well, I'm not excusing any of it, but also setting a little context for the film scene in the '90s. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. He Tarantino is a film obsessive. Everyone knows that about him. He grew up on Grindhouse and black exploitation and yeah. all of these movies that were really lurid, uh, because that's just what he was drawn to, and that's what a lot of his movies now are sort of an elevated form of that. All that being said, the man needs to lighten up on the N word. He does oh, not get a pass 100%. because yeah. he's alluding to black exploitation or the fact that these characters are racist. And we're not you even know. talking about Pulp Fiction. <laughs> no, I think uh, it's worse in. I think I, it's probably worse in Django and then this. Uh, yeah, Django. I, there's a little bit more context yeah. for it, but yeah. I saw uh, the master pancake of. Uh, they did Pulp Fiction one time, uh-huh. and they just fully skipped like or not. Yeah, they fully skipped his like whole role in that movie. Oh, Tarantino's little yeah, monologue just, in there. Yeah, that they're like, uh, they they shoot the kid in the back seat, and then they're like, all right, we're not bringing. We're just gonna go until later in the movie. Yeah, and then just act like that wasn't part of it. Again, he does that sometimes because he tries to get out of it by casting his wife in that movie as a black woman. And mm-hmm. It's like that's yeah. that's not you're not yeah as real as, as you don't as, get a pass as realistic yeah. as his dialogue can be. A lot of times when he uses that word, he's living in this fake world where even in the gangster world white guys say that to black guys and that's just not the not, case yeah. that's not the case at all no like, and I, I know this because I'm from there yeah, see, <laughs> no, yeah I mean no, not really but exactly. I do have some I have, I have some people in my family I'm not yeah. gonna lie and hey. and you know uh, it, it's it's just not used <laughs> it's just not like that yeah, no no it, it comes off as like he's not skirting around it no right? yeah. like it's it's very like heavily prominent like mm-hmm. Didn't have yeah. to be there. He put and, it there on and purpose. Like as a as a as a guy who grew up in a in a partially black family, like my my stepfather's black, mm-hmm. I was often referred to as that, but I never said it back. Nope, no, no, and I, no. I, 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 endearingly, I was ta- called this, and I'm like, yeah, cool, awesome, you get to do that, not me. Yeah, Tarantino's and like, no, no, you do it back. There is this kind of Gen Xy sort of uh, edginess to to well, it's like, it as well. Didn't, like he's, didn't, he's trying to push some buttons a little yeah. bit. Uh, know. didn't Scorsese also have a problem with the? That Spike Lee did. 70s. Spike Lee had a problem with it. Yeah. Oh, are you Goodfellas. talking about? Goodfellas. Oh no, no, yeah. Well, yeah. Goodfellas. I mean, they were they were gangsters. They yeah. were yeah. That, they were that, they were in the fifties, you know, fifties yeah, and sixties. Yeah. Sometimes there's a context for it. Sometimes you know, I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not trying to tell people what they can and can't write. It is just one of those first screenplay kind of things that right. really stands out. And I think that's both something about this movie. Rewatching it after like ten years, it's. It's both a little uh, nostalgic for me and a little cringy for me yeah. in equal measures. I think mm-hmm. it is ultimately a pretty skillful movie. It's a good calling card for what he would oh, eventually it's get really to do. really interesting, uh, the camera movements in this film. Yeah. I think you can really tell his auteurness as a, as a director with how he handles, like, and again, like, there is something beautiful about being at a table and talking over each mm-hmm. other and that that I, it just like captures a f- sensation of people uh together yeah. um and um it like does a masterful job of establishing um uh you know we all do improv status um mm-hmm. and um like relationships um and it's just so interesting uh how um it's I don't know it's that just, circular shot that yeah, he does the circular yeah, shot yeah. Um, and it's just like um, 
it's masterful and it really is masterful mm -hmm. no it's it's a very skillfully made uh mostly well acted movie i think and uh, i it, there is just it's more maybe it's a reaction to the fact of all that this movie wrought you know like mm -hmm. obviously tarantino two years after this he does pulp fiction it's it's a seismic massive hit and that's a good thing i think that's a good movie that really holds up wonderfully i think the problem with this movement was that it inspired pretty much every shitty white dude to make oh, his yeah. own version of like hit men talking in a room and then everybody gets shot and they're almost all worse than this um you know and most yeah. like i made <laughs> boondock like saints yes oh, boondock i saints love the boondock saints movie. okay how long has it been since you've seen it it's uh, a terrible it's a movie. childhood classic of mine okay yeah. so like much like cutthroat island i don't know oh, whether or not it holds boy. island <laughs> Hey, I had some. Island. I at least had some fun with Cutthroat Island, but I don't know about Boondocks. I can't. Oh yeah, I'm, I, can't, so bad. I can't go back on that one. Really? I'm not alone it, on that. It, yeah, because really? as a as a guy who was in college at the time, yeah. when Boondocks Saints, everybody had the fucking poster on yeah. their wall in their houses. Everybody wanted to sit around and watch Boondocks Saints because it was so gritty and real. And I just fucking hated it. I the whole hated time. it then. I hated it when then. Yeah, I always did. Uh, Ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I feel like because what when, what year did Scarface come out? Eighty three. Eighty three. Yeah. I feel like Scarface, like I think Jay Ben mentioned when we did Scarface, that like Scarface had like a similar thing of like posters and like all mm -hmm. of that. Um, but I feel like that happened, like that stayed for longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I was very into gangster movies at the time. And like, uh, you know, there were a rash of them coming out, like Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Yeah. It was very Tarantino as, which is a better movie than Boondock Saints by far. A weirdly heartwarming movie. It's a very good movie. It's yeah, good. I yeah. like it. What's yeah. it uh, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Yeah. Uh, That'll very be good. interesting to see. There was I'll have to rewatch it and see whether yeah. or not it's bad. It's Bo pretty Boondock bad. Boondock is bad. Boondock it's real really? bad. Oh, it's even even the, the, the scene that everybody talks about with Willem Dafoe where yeah. he's recreating it's the death. It's a firefight. I mean, it's like <laughs> such bad acting from him. And he's such a good actor. And you're like, God damn it, you're green goblining a bit before you're green goblin. <laughs> what are you doing, man? People forget that like... 55% of that movie is about their shitty friend mm -hmm. who's just like obnoxious and won't shut up and is a bad actor and was never in anything else. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's, it's just the They made a buddy. sequel out of that fucking movie. Oh, they did, right. Oh, I they never They made a fucking sequel out of Boondock Saints and, and I was Boondocks just like, why, Saints. why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boondock Saints 2, this time it's a real firefight. But I, this, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool to talk about that because around Boondock Saints around this time, like... It, Reservoir Dogs was kind of reaching the peak of its cultural saturation, mm -hmm. I think. People were, like, I'm not going to lie, I was definitely one of those kids who got turned on to movies because of Quentin Tarantino. Because mm. I saw Pulp Fiction, it blew my mind, and I started looking up all the influences and all the other great movies, and it just kind of snowballed from there. So it's one of those movies I'm always going to be, like, very grateful for feel in that, that way. One of the things I do really enjoy about a Tarantino film is every single film has a great soundtrack. And every mm -hmm. single film is like a, oh, I should, there's like eight movies I need to watch now. Yeah. Like, yeah. after Kill yeah. Bill, I watched Lady Snowblood. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my God. It's it was so it. fucking good. It's so yeah. good. It's it amazing. I think that he also does a good job. Although, like, I feel like Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs do kind of resonate together a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, a lot of the other movies are, like, starkly different. Like, 
It's still a Tarantino movie. Oh, he goes all over the but place. The genre-wise. Are, the genre is so diverse. War movies, uh, westerns, gangster movies, yeah. you know, just regular yeah. old, like, uh, you know, crime films. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 when Pulp Fiction came out, I was blown away by it as well. Yeah. I was in college at the time. We all saw it in the theater, and we were like, holy fuck. But everybody was so uh, so crazy about the way he told the story out of, out of, out of uh, sync, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like... Well, you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs, have you? Right. Like he's done yeah. this before. It's not revolutionary by any yeah. means. He's done this, and, and he was lauded for and it, was it his already. Thing for a while, but the, yeah. The, the general public had no idea that that was what he was doing. And, yeah. And, yeah. It was so cool. That he'd already done it. It just felt so daring, and like, but yeah, that's the fallout of it was eventually like pretty obnoxious and just mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I made little bad hitman movies with my friends on the oh, weekend nice. that need to be destroyed. <laughs> if they're not destroyed, I hope they you have them. Be. I want to see one. Oh boy. They're, they're, they, there's no way they're good, but yeah, everybody, everybody <laughs> let me see. I want to see a 13 year old Steve yeah. can say, Hey, everybody in here, <laughs> stick them on. I'll shoot you in the dick. I'll shoot you in the dick. Uh, J man style. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's a thing that, like, I had a very different interaction with movies as a kid because I didn't have many friends. uh, And also, like... So, you were saying How did that, that make like you, you feel, Justin? Uh, and, like, throwing up gang that. signs while you said, I didn't have any friends. <laughs> I didn't have any friends. Uh, but then also, I didn't need no friends. Gang uh, of one, motherfucker. Like, I didn't have access to a lot of stuff. My mom was, like, very careful about what to, like, wa- what I could watch and stuff. So it wasn't until... I went over to my cousins and my grandma was in charge at my cousins and my grandma is like, I can't keep track of any of this shit. So I kind of got to get away with seeing a lot of different movies. And that's when I started to like open my eyes. Same thing with like music too. Yeah. My family listened to country music for the first 14 years of my life exclusively. And then my mom discovered she's like a classic like 80s EDM or what person. like <laughs> and she just she didn't want the music all of a sudden it's like but no like, my mom like listened to country music explicitly because she didn't want rock music to influence us as kids well yeah but country is pure and white we know that yeah oh yeah 100% yeah um, oh. but it was so weird when I like started to like see different things and uh, I think Pulp Fiction was kind of early in the movies that I had seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, but it, it wasn't like a notable one. <laughs> Wait a sec. How old but were you when it came out? You When Pulp Fiction came out in 93 or 94, yeah. You were no, just I, barely uh, alive, yeah. right? This was like my cousin who was only mm-hmm. a few years older. Than I just me. imagine you like in a rocker, like like a yeah. little uh, a little baby no, swing watching it. It was <laughs> like 10 to 14 in this era of like me discovering media outside of mm-hmm. like. Did you did you fall in love with? I feel like all men have a gangster era. Oh yeah, Um, I had a fucking website that like I had I had a trivia website called Extravagangsta, where uh, once a week once a week I would put up a quote from a gangster movie, and you had to tell me uh, what the movie was, who the character was. And what the name of the actor, the name of the actor who played them, oh. and you could get points depending on that. I had about a hundred people playing at one point, and that, and back then yeah. on the internet, was that was a lot. Hmm? Was this pre Google? Oh yeah, pre Google like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even. I mean, this is uh, like ninety. About 93, 94, wow, 95 like maybe. maybe yeah, and, my, and uh, Kathy, my my uh, wife at the time, who was mm-hmm. now, like, she would she did the website, yeah. mm-hmm. and I would find all the content for it and keep track of the points. I kept track of the points, like, on paper. <laughs> and then we'd, like, upload it. Up, I don't know. It was, I, it was, 
That's very, amazing. very old school. That's amazing. That gangster movies were were fun and interesting, but it was always I always liked the gangster movies where the gangsters had a code. Where they're like, sure. All right, we're not going to shoot people in the dick. We're not going to go Mr. Blonde and shoot everybody just because they hit the alarm. Uh, almost like you, I'm trying you, to think of a you gangster. You definitely guy. had a like gangster Tanks, video yeah. game. They had a code. They did. Like you had a video uh, game gangster era. Well, yeah. sure. that's that's an, uh, one of the other things. I think this movie and this game falls in the same category as Scarface, which we've talked about, and then yeah. some that we haven't talked about, like Fight Club, where people glommed on to the cool and the glamour of this and missed the entire fucking points that these characters are horrible. As wait, like wait, wait. Is there a, is there a Fight Club video game? There sure is. Get the fuck We're out of here. It. It's a fighting game with an uh, unlockable oh, character. Fred Durst. Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit is an unlockable Oh, no, character. not Limp Bizkit. <laughs> So we're gonna get to it. Uh, I'm currently wearing a shirt you, that says you "Live, stopped, Laugh, Limp you, you I hit did. the table yes. in glee about that. Oh, my buddy friends it's, it's so funny to me that that's a thing that happened. Yeah. Like, I mean, did, he, talk did about, he put up some about, money to make the game? Yeah. Or talk about probably? missing the point of the property entirely. Yeah. Oh, no <laughs> not to make cheap so merchandise. Before but, before we move too far away from yeah, right, the movie, right. uh, I thought it was so interesting about like my reaction to the violence because like when I first watched this movie I remember being shocked yeah. by the violence yeah now I'm jaded Who gives a shit? Uh, yeah. and it's just like um like some of the violence is well, I mean, um is still um like in it, like sh- not shocking but like right well you presence. know how you know how now there's there's movie like the salt burn is out right now yeah. right yeah and yeah. there's a scene in it where he does something that everybody's like oh my god this scene I was Shocked by what he did. Oh my God! Yeah. You know the scene I'm talking. About. I'm not going to ruin it for people at home. I haven't but, seen it. Uh, either, so. Everybody's listening to this at home. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but in this, it was the ear. Like everybody was like, "There's a scene in it, dude. You're yeah. going to freak out. Oh my God! Which, it's the worst." Which, and it's the ear scene. Yeah. And, then, and then I and, and it was fucking freaky. It was fucking nuts and compared to modern day stuff. It's yeah. So compared, tame. It, it's so tame. Like they I think away. you see that on a fucking yeah. like uh, what is it? The Walking Dead. Yeah. You see you some see some shit like that uncensored on TV. Yeah, oh, yeah, during during uh, like watershed hours, is that it's watershed when you can watership down? It's a book. Yeah, <laughs> killer bunnies it's about bunnies. Uh, yeah. Killer oh, bunnies. Oh my god! Like the TV scheduling. That's Benicula. Oh, like, very sorry. Very sorry. Once you hit like ten or eleven p.m., you the the FCC is a little more lax on what you can and mm-hmm. can't show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Prime like, time. You yeah, you'll see this on like prime time, like six, seven p.m. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. blood and guts this, and all kinds of stuff. This was one of the things we talked about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre a few oh, weeks wow. ago, yeah. and that was the same situation. That's a movie that people had this kind of Mandela effect memory of being super grisly, but you don't actually see anything in that movie. Like, yeah, the, no. it's a very non-explicit yeah. movie. It's, it's just a, a twisted fucking it's, film. Yeah. It's implied. It's all. Yeah. Atmosphere and tension, oh. and this is the same thing. People were remembering seeing this ear cutting scene in a lot more grisly, and it's detail. in broad daylight yeah. too. Anytime yeah. you put some creepy yeah. shit like that in broad yeah. daylight, it's you're gonna scare surreal. the fuck out of me. When yeah. they, when they open, when they, he's like, because I knew when he's like, oh yeah, well, look what I've got in the trunk. When they open the trunk and it's just a cop, I, my first thought was. There's like a house next to them. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going to pull this dude out of the police car and just walk him in and brought It's LA, man. LA, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, they must be filming something. Yeah. <laughs> they just move along. <laughs> uh, one thing and there we, were cameras there, too. Uh, so. Yeah, exactly. What we were kind of discussing about like the point of this movie, uh, everybody died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Pink gets away. No, no Pink there's, dies. There's oh, well, I don't know that he dies. You never see that he dies. You hear he, him in you the hear audio. gunshots. Yeah, you hear him yes. in the audio. You hear gunshots, but you don't hear him die. 
You don't uh, hear him. Die. He might have made it. Now the cops he's, made it. He's inside. doing life right now. It could be. He's could probably be. doing life. <laughs> yeah. No, I. Uh, especially since he had the briefcase in one up. hand and the gun in the other, and then the gunshots happened. Like I don't think he made it. Yeah, I, I think, I think that I believe in back. Pink. He's yeah. a professional. Yeah, he's a fucking professional. He's living in Barbie Land right now. That's he's right. Fine. That's where he's at. Great. Yeah. No. No. Seriously. Like yeah. they, they, he dropped the gun. Yeah. They shot around him. Yeah. He dropped the gun. Dropped the diamonds because he's a professional. Mm-hmm. And then he went to jail for life. He got to say he got to live. His, he got a good lawyer. Joe Joe hooked him up with a good lawyer. Oh no, Joe died. I don't think Shit. Joe hooked yeah. him up with Joe anything. Died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe died. Well, Joe's dad. There's 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 other Joe that y'all don't know about. The, oh, the dad. Yeah. Oh right. Little yeah, Joe. Yeah. Little, little Joe. Little, little Joe's the name of a really good Joe. a really good Tejano star. <laughs> <laughs> little, little little Joe. Yeah. Little Joey La Familia. Check them out. They're great. Uh, I did think it was funny that they they never did bring medical supplies back. No. They just, oh, they, they sent out yeah. Mr. Orange. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna bleed out on the floor. Well, they're not gonna go to a hospital. What are they gonna? They need to get a vet. Isn't it all? It's always a vet for gangsters, right? Yeah, they, gotta, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, they said like Eddie, like they can get somebody, and Eddie yeah. even says like we'll figure something out, right? Uh, and then I think he's gone. just saying that so he's like uh, yeah. placating him. That's what gangsters oh, yeah. do. They're like he's gonna die. Don't fucking tell so him. He, Let's yeah. just say we're gonna get him some help. Say it's not that bad. You so know? unlike Mr. White, he. <laughs> Wasn't trying to make this kid survive. Oh, right. He's like, I fuck him. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. That that is that is the element of this movie that I thought like surprise. I never really thought about it much when I watched it earlier, and I watched it this time, and it felt it was the most affecting part was the relationship between White and Orange. This very right. paternal kind and of mentory, mentory yeah. vibe, and where he's kind of ready to give it all up for this. He's kid. He's giving him and, noogies and, and stuff and like that. Yeah, he's yeah, like, hey, yeah, come yeah, here, kid. You're such a good making kid. dick jokes. I yeah, know, yeah. I think about. this also shows like especially when he. Come like that's when Eddie starts to like. Oh, okay, this guy seemed like he's actually not good at his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. then he like takes. Con- I don't know if he's good at his job, but he takes full control of the situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got us a situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bang. Uh, Bang. Stop pointing the gun at my daddy. <laughs> he was not buying the shit from from Mr. Orange at in any way. Justin, I want to no. ask you a question. Do you see yourself as Orange to my white, am I your mentor? <laughs> am I your am I your your improv, I mean, Mr. Uh, white, and I you're my Mr. GTA Orange for you. So you did, maybe, yeah, and I've yeah. cradled you yeah. many a time while you with, with die on stage. Yeah. <laughs> you're his Larry. You're, his you're, you're my Larry. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do scripted theater. I do scripted theater, and then I'm like. Put a gun to his head, fake gun, like a you know improv gun, not a stand-up gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, stand-up yeah, guns yeah. where you make the gun with your index finger yes, and your thumb, and yes. then an improv gun is where you don't use anything at all. Yeah, you just grip it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do to you Justin. You don't even put your finger around like on the guard or anything. That's not unless I'm ready to use it, motherfucker. What? Yeah, that's invisibly loaded. Okay? Yeah, well, it's. I mean, you, you can like this. You could have a regular bullet. You could have a bullet fiesta with that guard. if you're not Those careful. Yeah, bullet fiesta. Oh, yeah. oh, the bullet fiesta. The bullet, the bullet festival. 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 Thank you for thought. thank you for translating it for the Mexican at the table. I appreciate that. Uh, the bullet fiesta. No, the festival. Bullet in Spanish. Uh, bullet. Oh, okay. I don't fucking know, dude. Why do I gotta know? You took Spanish in school, right? Racist. No, I took the French. Oh, that, that, yeah. how's that working out for you I, in Texas? What's bullet in French? What's bullet in French? I, I, I don't bullet. know. Bullet. Well, that wasn't part of class. 
<laughs> ah, you didn't learn bullet? No. no. Uh, Kids now I, probably uh, are. Ooh. I was Ooh. okay. Wait, wait. Before commentary. before we move on, just the simple front, uh, like uh, a movie I fucking love. Mm. Is elevator to the gallows? Oh, okay, I don't know. Have that. you guys? Oh my god, the soundtrack is done by Miles Davis. Oh, sweet! Oh. It's like who's one of the Miles best Davis? soundtracks of Jazz anything position. ever that okay. has ever yeah. existed. What? Did you just say who's Miles Davis? I, I said it quiet enough that only Steve would hear it. But oh my god! I was trying to oh defuse god. that because I thought it. Would Why be a thing. will Justin never be cool? Because he doesn't know the coolest man ever, Fred Miles Durst, motherfucking. Oh my god! No. <laughs> no. I am going to have to mix this episode down so much. I want to apologize to the people listening at home for Justin. Uh, I oh. keep looking and I keep seeing the lights flash that we're clipping in the mic. Yeah, so. that's that's saying. Uh, anyway, right. back screaming. to Elevator to the Gallows. Yes, Elevator uh, to the Gallows. One of the most beautiful French women ever. She just walks uh, in the rain while a heist is going on oh. uh, to Miles Ooh Davis. La la. Uh, and it's like, it's like this very intense heist movie. Uh, like it, and or heist slash. Well, I don't want to say more to ruin it, but it's so fucking good. Oh, and, I don't know that um, I'll ever see French it, heist movies from that era. Well, like, yeah. yeah, there's so many good heist movies that. Like, what era are we talking? 40s, 50s, oh, okay. yeah, Rififi or uh, yeah. have you seen Touche Pas, Grisby? Uh, maybe. Awesome I'm so movie. bad yeah. about black and white yeah. movies. I can watch them. Oh, I can't. I can't so relate. Good. I can't relate yeah. as a person of color yeah. <laughs> who grew up in the '90s and uh, like the '70s, '80s, '90s. I just don't like fucking black and white film. I'm like the acting's hey, stupid. I, I fucking hate it all. Well, um, I feel like I, some some movies I, yeah. I don't, I'm I, not like. It's not I like an absolute, but man, I just can't get into a lot of them. Same yeah. way until my first film class, and that really like helped a little bit mm. because we we went over like the original. Uh, I say the original, but like some of the more prominent ones, like. Uh, uh oh my god the, I literally had the name really really did good in that uh, class didn't you yeah, yeah you did well I, I dropped out of college I so. think uh, well, same my, year, buddy. my father hated the black and white movies shot. but I uh and foreign films and I made him watch Seven Samurai <laughs> and he's like and he was just like after the movie he was like that was a good movie yeah that's yeah. a good movie that is a good movie it's like a four hour movie that goes by like nothing it's great <laughs> yeah um Speaking of, we are running low on time before uh, Chewie has to get out of here, so oh, I yeah. think we should transition to talk about this game, because this game is fascinating, and a lot of people don't know this exists. <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah. I, like, who fucking pitched this, even? So you know? I, and I was wondering, I, I had the thought in my head as I was coming over, which was like, uh, what platform is this going to be on? Because yeah. this is such an awkward time, because... It's like PlayStation 1 has not even released yet. And so... The PS1 was out. Was it out? Yeah, it's been out since 95. I mean, what what year did this movie come out? 92. 92. Right. Oh, and the movie was not yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The movie. Okay. okay. And so I was like, what What would this game have been made on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was super, as, super as like a quest, a quest game on a Commodore 64. Legend of Zelda, only Reservoir like, Dogs. Like, you know, at the beginning of Big when he's playing that game where he has to type in the, the commands. Oh, yeah. Use freeze, Ice Wand. <laughs> yeah. The Legend of Joe's Gold. Uh, Take yeah. Diamond. But, uh, and then, and then when Steve was like, "Oh, we're going into the office," and like, oh, "Okay, well, yeah. that's where like the PlayStation and the Xbox is." Yeah. So uh, either that, or it's like Duck Hunt. Well, this this game came out in October of 2006. Jesus. Uh, developed by Volatile Games, published by IDOS Interactive, and it was released on the Xbox, PS2, and Windows. Now, this was being positioned at one point as like this AAA 
release with full support from the publisher IDOS, which they're best known for the Tomb Raider games. So mm-hmm. they had money mm-hmm. at the time. But somewhere along the line, the game kind of fell from grace, and it was finally released in 2006. Most people barely noticed. Uh, I think it kind of went, it was like straight to being a discount this was title. Kinda, it was like, like a $20 I, title. I always. don't know shit about video games, so thank you for bringing me on this video game podcast. <laughs> but uh, it seems like during that time, they were just kind of taking uh, taking everything and just layering a, a different skin on it, yeah. basically. Kind of. Like it's... everything started with the Bond game, I guess, the GoldenEye game, the GoldenEye. And, then, and then it just kind of evolved, and then, then you got into... Uh, uh, what is a Grand Once, Theft Auto? We're in so peak just, yeah. Grand Theft so Auto this, knockoff time yeah. right this now. This game, 100%, uh, is, it would have been a GTA clone if it wasn't on rails. In the sense that, like, Grand Theft Auto, you get to, like, go around and do things. It's like, they had all of the elements of that, but didn't align it in that way. You didn't yeah. really need to use the open world. It's well, very I mean, linear. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, I guess yeah. you did. You did have to walk through certain yeah. areas and make things happen. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you had the freedom to shoot dicks. You had the, and you <laughs> had the freedom to, to like uh, uh, push people around there was and stuff. Car scenes and stuff. Like they had all of the elements that you. I, it almost felt like playing the early driver games. I don't know if anyone's yeah, yeah. played those. Mm-hmm. But, Pole position? Uh, no. <laughs> that's my Night. early driver game, brother. Night driver. Did you yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Spy Hunter? Driver. Fuck yeah. It, yeah. it yeah. felt like playing Driver 3 compared to Grand Theft Auto, where it was like, uh, it, it was okay at the things that it did, but it was not great at any yeah. things. And again, one of the first things that, that these folks noticed, which I didn't notice until later, uh, I wouldn't have noticed if they hadn't pointed it out until later, was that they only had the likeness for one person for this game. They did. Yeah. So yeah, that had one which is kind of unusual, okay, because the thing at this time was yeah, like you said, Grand Theft Auto was like the hugest thing in the world. So right. if there was any property that they could Grand Theft Autoify and make it like a little more uh uh na- give it a little more name recognition, they would do it. So we talked about the Scarface game already mm-hmm. that you played. Yeah. Total Grand Theft Auto knockoff. There's like a, a Godfather game yes. that's a Grand oh, Theft Auto yeah. knockoff yeah. that we're gonna play. Like and then this oh, one. Oh, I wanna come back for that one. Godfather's my favorite movie of all time. I, oh, yeah, yeah, it's nice. a good yeah. game. Too. Yeah, no, it's yeah. actually not bad. But like yeah, despite all, and and like this was also the peak of celebrities showing up to voice acting recordings for movies. So oh, like really? we yeah. talked about Scarface, like Al Pacino's kind of like the only big name that they didn't get in that movie. Like yeah. or, well, they, they brought in millions of other people. Interesting that for Mr. Oh, Pink for Buscemi, they gave him a James Cagney old-timey accent. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, see? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm going to go over here and steal these diamonds, right?" <laughs> oh, he oh he was the person who was putting Wilst into all of whilst, the <laughs> yes. whilst you go from thing to, yeah, it had this weird English word in there, it, like it a British word. Yeah, and, and we, we quickly realized when you say the word whilst when referring to someone named Mr. Brown, you're immediately in Jane Austen territory. Yes, you are. Like, whilst you're holding him, Mr. Brown hostage, hostage. you must uh, intimidate the other. Bang, bang his customers. head upon said table. <laughs> and then invite him for tea. Yes, yes. what? Yeah. It's quite quiet. Uh, I, I did love. Uh, so they started off with a tutorial, and during it, it's like this is how you do the different things, and it's like this is how you hold people hostage. This is how you get the police to do things for you, and that method is literally just smacking hostages' faces off desks. It helps, mm-hmm. and that was Chewie. He was like, "What? Fuck!" Yeah, I was. I was like, literally Jesus. like, "God damn!" Yeah. Like, I think I, I like I really freaked out at that moment. And, well, I mean, that's like, that's kind of worth I expect like a little, like, you know, a little butt of the gun to no. the back of the head. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's fine. But it's, why are you hurting that person's face? It's yeah. worth mentioning that like. 
of the Tarantino movies, this is one of the ones that's kind of hardest to adapt into a video game because it's mostly just men sitting around in a room talking. Like yeah. Blade would be similar. It's yeah. very yeah. dialogue heavy. So I, I am going to give them credit for having a clever approach to how yeah. they adapt yeah. this. This is not a one-to-one -one adaptation. This is basically filling in the cracks in the story, you know? So we don't get to see the diamond heist in the movie. We don't get to see what happened to, like, Mr. Brown and Mr. Blue die off screen in those movies. You see movies. a little like, of Pink running away when he when he, hij when yeah. he carjacks yes. the car, but other yeah. than that, you don't see a lot at all. You're right. You really yeah. don't see much of the action at all. And so what this game does is lets you take control of those scenes you know and that way you don't need to worry about disrupting the canon too much you can still include the wraparound clips from the movie or at least like recognizable dialogue from the movie to frame the story yeah but it does kind of justify its existence in a way that i appreciate like oh. each level you're playing a different yeah. member of the and crew. they did license all the music they got all yeah. the music they did yeah. believe it or not i just all had an, the character models i just had an epiphany yeah. uh, and this is off topic a mm. little bit but uh, the car in the movie at the beginning where, you know, Tim Roth is shot yeah. and they're driving through, mm -hmm. is that the same car that they shot Marvin in in Pulp Fiction? Oh, I wonder if it is. I think is. it's the same car they also use. It looks in, exactly um, the same, doesn't it? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I, I think. I haven't seen Once Upon a Time. Oh, is, it, is this I, like an Easter egg I about Tarantino? Is this like a Rainy Easter, Easter egg? egg but I'm yeah, not, right. I'm damn. Like I the might, one that they like, throw a Bruce Lee into the, or whatever? Like, uh, don't go. I think the one that they were um, driving with the, the, the ladies' family. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm just thinking. Well, that's in Death Proof, my, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Death Proof has a different car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, but I think they might have that car waiting for, um, you know, the, when they just leave the girl there yeah, as, yeah. as collateral, right? Um, because that's what friends do, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, but. So I don't know. Maybe I'm making this up. Maybe. No, no. But I think it's brilliant that uh, maybe the thing that I'm remembering is just that it was a white uh, interior, and brilliant. Yeah. Because if you're gonna have a bloody yeah. a bloody yeah. gunshot or whatever, you want a white maybe. like you want a blank canvas, right? Yeah. You don't yeah. want to make it like a a suede brown like uh, interior. Anyway, I'm off topic. So. Tell's good really, at Pulp Fiction. I, um, he's all right. He's a supporting role. Yeah. He's good. He's very quiet. Role. I really in it, so did good. like the blood in this, and as a horror movie mm -hmm. aficionado, like I think it's really easy to take the blood and either too orange like which was popular in the 70s and 60s yeah. uh to being too red and so i feel like they they really nailed the, i mean I, I feel like it was a little um uh, artistically orange sure. uh, i don't know I, I i i bleed red white and blue mm. <laughs> that's what i'm saying so I don't know what you're talking about, J Ban, with your red blood. Go back to Russia. Yeah, we should actually get you in touch with the doctor. That's okay, not, it's not, not good. Supposed it's to not good. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh boy. Okay. Maybe I'm Klingon. <laughs> also, I don't know why you're bleeding so heavily on this table. It's right okay. Yeah, J Ban shot me in the dick. Oh God, she keeps doing that. I'm gonna yeah. keep going back to that. Let's address it. that. Let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, yeah, J Ban. <laughs> or the trunk is... that got shot off. <laughs> 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 the moment J-Ban gets to take control of this game, she's walking around a, a corridor. She aims at a guy, clicks the button to crouch accidentally, and shoots the man 15 times in the dick until he falls over. As immediately her eyes went bloodshot, and <laughs> she seemed to be in another place. And here's the thing. Once you once you did that one time, uh, you seem to have developed the hunger, as it were, because that was the only... You did not aim higher than a belt buckle for the rest of the game. You died like six times because... Because evidently the dick
dick doesn't kill you in this it was game. So, like you, I was shooting very Steve, accurately in the dick. Steve is shooting off heads in the first scene, like with a shotgun, just blowing, literally decapitating heads, and you're decapitating other heads, and it's not getting it's not getting the job done. It was, this was clearly a masculine-made game. It was such that an interesting thing because coming off of we just did me. the Punisher recently, which is also a very violent game, uh, and. The first, like, opening, like, you'd go through the tutorial stuff where they teach you how things work, and then it's like Steve is Mr. Brown in the bank with a shotgun. Yeah. And mm. Steve just shoots the first guy in the back of the head, not even looking at him. And yeah. Kicks it all off. And the head falls off. Just falls oh, it, off. It actually disappears. It kind yeah. of disintegrated. Yeah, it's just like uh, pink mist, you know? And yeah. at the end of that, at the end of each, like, sequence, it tells you, like, what your rating was for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve's was Psychopath. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we didn't finish. Mine was professional, which was the car mm. part. You're a fucking uh, professional. And then we go to J-Ban, and we didn't finish it because that one was much longer than any of the yeah, other ones. It was long, yeah, but, but it would have been psycho for you. Absolutely. You were you were shooting hostages. You forced the guy. guy ran in the way. Okay. The All right, that, this is one of the weird mechanics of this game. It's like there's kind of a, a lot of it is built around this heist, right? So you need to be able to take hostages, and you need to be able to order people around from a distance. Mm -hmm. So like you lock onto them, you start shouting orders, and you point up where you want them to go. The system works pretty well. It's kind of a clever way to do it. I it's think. a way to keep you from being as violent. Yeah, you can. In so a you, way. You can choose to go less ham on this game hey, if none you of us want chose to. That. None of us you, chose this. When you were almost dead, you did choose to try to go stealthy for a little bit. You did. You did. I did. Yeah. And but then, then I realized that I had to be loud to get out of there, and I was like, oh, shit. And it was yeah. just like, there he is. And it was over. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of the main thrust of the game is that you're either uh, in the bank heist or you're escaping or you're in the car. Justin got to do the driving section, which looked like it was working fine. Yeah, like, um, I've seen worse driving sections in games. Yeah, I think uh, as a person who has played a lot of driving video games, likes to drive. Brag. Uh, <laughs> I think it was okay. Um, I definitely think... It was interesting to throw you into the car for the first time, never having mentioned a car before. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then say, hey, it's a race. Yeah, the tutorial had nothing to do with yeah. the car at all. You'd think uh, they would have given you at least, like, go get some milk and eggs. Yeah, so it took a little bit to kind of get used to it. Um, and uh, it was still a little wonky, but it was better than a lot of games from that era. But yeah. you did discover that you could control the radio, which is a very, uh, very GTA thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it is not like I know said, that from watching people play GTA. <laughs> it's very true. Because I don't play video games. I, I used to just like to drive around in GTA and like scroll yeah. through the soundtracks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, if, if by skip through the radio, you mean basically change tracks on the CD. Yeah, it's basically. Like they, they had one CD in the game, and it's the soundtrack to the movie. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah. Well, they, they was the 90s. Everybody Hell of a soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah. incredible soundtrack, no, yeah. Yeah, every every Tarantino soundtrack is a banger. Very like every relevant songs in 2006. K. Billy's Super Sounds of the 70s. <laughs> Fucking Stephen, Stephen Wright. Wright yeah. Dude. Great cameo. Yeah, I love that. He's I on mean, the couch, I think, when he's doing that. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a guy on the couch yeah. from... The guy at the from uh, what was that movie? Get half high baked. or half baked? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, in, I thought get high. Get high. <laughs> I so showed my age so That's bad the there. Like, they, what's that movie, son? It's get high. They've got no. the drugs or something. What do they do, Dad? It's half baked. Oh, like a potato. <laughs> Your mother half baked no, a potato for baked. me the other night. I hurt my teeth. <laughs> true story, though, from Chewie. Yeah, no, it is. No, it's true. Yeah. We heard it's, this. We heard this. Potatoes hurt Chewie's teeth. Yes. Well, you when you leave the eyes and the ears and the nose on the potato, and yeah. I crunch down on the Mr. Potato. Mr. Potato. 
potato. Yes, head. yes. Yeah. I, I am a I am a Mr. Potato Head aficionado. <laughs> the Darth Vader ones are the best ones. Yeah, easily. delicious. Yeah, Darth Tater. Excuse me. Darth Tater. <laughs> uh, that's right. It is Darth, Darth Vader. Tater. I think that's what really it's actually called. It's really no, no. It's really cool. That's what it's called. Yeah. Thank the marketing branch at Hasbro. I guess. Oh, go with Hasbro. That's that's a good pun. <laughs> that's a good pun. There it is. Um, um, yeah, I mean, so like Scarface, like The Punisher, this was briefly a uh, bit of controversy until they realized, oh, yeah, nobody knows this game exists, so we don't need to worry about it. It is still banned in Germany and Australia because they ban games. <laughs> yeah, Do they? Definitely, they oh, Australia yeah. especially. Australia is very uh, 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 touchy about it. Yeah, they'll, yes. they'll ban most games. Uh, yeah. And I think Germany has a few particular subjects that they are... <laughs> More touchy with Germany yeah. has a history of not wanting to encourage violence. I think in their country, yeah, yeah. yeah. and like they're trying to get it together over yeah. there a little bit. Yeah. Some, they some, want to repeat some things. Yeah, some, yeah. something happened. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. Either. Like, but, yeah, it's their uh, business. But yeah, uh, I and I could see why. Uh, but this is a game that never even hit my radar. Which this was like this was peak video store era, where like we would go to the video store. All they also had games, yeah, and we would like peruse. Don't the look at me like I don't know what it no, is. No, He's like, like explaining it like to we me. Don't know what they this, also had games, this, old people. This was all. Did you know you I could did. buy popcorn there as well? <laughs> and, I, I didn't and go movie to the style, and you could converse nuts. with the with the tender. As a matter of fact, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> was one of the the people you could you could converse <laughs> with. You all. The uh, cat. The catch is you had to return the movies. What, was the problem? Oh, and you had to rewind. Rewind, or else you're unkind was that i didn't go to the video store to look at movies even when it was like my parents are renting a movie or mm -hmm. something i immediately went to the corner that had video games and i just looked through all of those yeah and, were uh, you ever allowed to rent them uh my cousin was and so then we would i was gonna recon, say your parents didn't right no yeah, yeah and then my cousin would rent them and then we would play them um and so like this but this game i never even knew happened no, wow. it really went under the radar. Like I said, I think I snatched it up on one of those like discount racks because yeah. they couldn't move them. And then I played it back in the day, and like I, I, I gotta say, I think this game's kind of okay. Like I know it's violent, yeah. I know it's stupid. I appreciate what it's doing. I think it's perfectly playable in what it's trying to do, and it's three hours long, so like it's mm -hmm. over before you really can get uh, yeah, bored with I it. I will say, like the aiming was a little bit awkward, but that was the case with a lot of games during this time. Yeah. Uh, like we'd mentioned during the Scarface one, they that was a mechanic for aiming that wasn't seen very often, and now so many like to this day grand theft auto still uses that general method of aiming um yeah. this game when you lock onto somebody you are locking onto their gut so you are uh mr oranging everybody in the in the game you are yeah. the worst Unless, way to shoot somebody oh, the yeah. worst it's, way to die that, that, that thing. a gut it's, shot you oh. aim lower than the gut <laughs> The um, only other worst way to die is getting shot up the anus. Yeah. That's the only other way. Buckwheats. Like drowning. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. Thank that's you. That's it. That's it. Buckwheats. I mean, if, if this game doesn't exist, it still exists more than the 2017 Reservoir Dogs game that came out that what? I had no fucking idea existed. There's two? It, this one was called Reservoir Dogs Bloody Days. It's like a top-down shooter, kind of like Gauntlet um, oh. or, or uh, the so Die you Hard and, game. You and your pals played. can go rob a bank. Right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, jewelry it, store in this it came out, it got mediocre reviews, and then the company that made it went under, and that game is just not available anywhere. You oh, can't wow. download it anymore. You just can't find it. So it's a, it's a seven-year 
old game. Not even on like eBay. Somebody's got it on there. They ne- there was never a physical Reddit? release. Yeah. Oh, they never, never released it. Was it was a Steam release, and then it never okay. came out anywhere else. Uh, so What's Steam. Steam's the online. I'm not going to explain <laughs> it because really I, took I have no idea what it is. It's, well, see, it's, it's what like we used to power a video uh, store. Yeah. Oh, except is it? on your computer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I mean, like Netflix. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. Except you, but for video games. You yeah, get except you have to you buy it. it. My kids so. talk about Steam all the time, yeah. and I have okay. no idea what it is, because I'm not interested in their lives. It's that's basically <laughs> a game that's store. Uh, one company had a game, and they were like, we want to do more than games, so on our next game, we're going to make it so that you have to buy it through this service. Ah, yeah. Okay. And then okay. it, they were the only one who did it to a competent degree, to the point of where it took off to the, now everybody uses it and they yeah. have competitors and they're all much worse okay um, but basically go. you buy games and they have them on sale often so you don't have to pay all so the money for them it is exactly like netflix is what he's saying thank yeah, you all exactly for exactly like thank netflix. you very much kids <laughs> oh, oh telling god. me what steam is <laughs> oh my god he did you get into the potatoes <laughs> again oh my god. yeah they're all grotten gotten <laughs> my craw <laughs> and your oh, craw no. rotten man i haven't Grind potatoes in such a long time. Then that's too long. Best. No, what? what? Oh, grind potatoes are delicious. delicious. Cheese and okay. potatoes so, with right. butter? Let, let, what do you got against grotten over here? Hey, oh, wait. Uh, whoa, whoa, you got it, something against grotten? I have only it's had. It's like the first scene of Reservoir Dogs. Right? My, my mother's au grand potatoes, which was not great. What, you got a problem with so, your mother now? You got a problem with what, your mother. you gonna talk about your mother? Some of the things she cooked weren't great. Uh, and that was maybe all ground potatoes is something I need to revisit because I fucking love cheese and I fucking love potatoes. Yeah. Um, it's the inner Irish in me that comes out when I see a potato. Maybe, I'm just like, maybe I'll make, well, it's your birthday just passed. So yeah, too late. So you no, happy nothing. birthday, by the oh, way. Thanks, bud. I missed you. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You just, I think maybe I'll just make a whole thing of all ground potatoes, give you one bite and then just slap you. Yeah. <laughs> and never let you have any more. What's, like, what happens that's what to you the get. rest of the all ground potatoes? I eat them. Yeah, what? hell yeah. I'm going to come with you. J-Man and I are going to start with two forks on each side of the fucking tray and we're going to meet in the middle. Wait. Wait, Lady in the Tramp style. <laughs> Do you mean each of you have two forks? Or yes. You have maybe. Fork Don't judge us. Total. Toss it like a salad. Right like, yeah, fucking tongue, yeah, tongue, yeah. tongue, tongue. Yeah. Come on, double fisting it. It's now that's a video to... game. <laughs> All grotten eaten by Steam. It's like a Mario Party mini game. <laughs> How much grotten can you eat? As featured in the hit movie Get High. Yes. Yeah, Get High. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the fucking movie Get High. That's with Steven wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we've uh, reached reached the end of our uh, Reservoir Dogs yelling. Uh, yelling. Let's let's move on to the portion of the show where we are uh, ranking the movies and the games we talk about. The scale that we use on this okay. is good movie, good game, bad movie, bad game, or any combination of those factors in between. We usually don't really stick to any kind of actual specific formula. Well, originally, it was a hard rule, and I think it took two episodes before we started breaking it. Yeah. Every single okay. Episode. Okay. Now it's like a good movie, floopy game. I don't know. Oh goodness, stuff like that. Um, but no, I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it simple and say good good on both of these. Good, I think good, it's huh? a good. I think it's a it's a movie that was very foundational for me as a shitty young man. Uh, but uh, it it hasn't aged as well as yeah. some other movies in Tarantino's uh, filmography. You know, I, I I do still. There's a bit of a stigma, I think, to being like a Tarantino esque film bro. It's it's what mm-hmm. I grew up in, and yeah. it's something you know I definitely do fit that mold in a lot of ways, or did uh, in my younger days. But 
I do, do think there's Scarface still a lot posters. of I did not. You going to no. Q-Fest every year? No. I no, my my weird shitty thing was uh buying posters just for random movies from the video store. So uh-huh. for a rant for a period of time when I was in like uh, 18 or 19 I had a poster of the movie Notes on a Scandal. <laughs> Yeah, I know what Jimmy mine was Dench. like that. Mine was like that. The Michael J. Fox uh, vehicle, Light of Day. Light have you ever seen? Have you ever heard of that movie? I had a big old fucking Light of Day poster for no apparent reason. No, because the video store was giving away. I'm like, what? Nobody yeah. wants this one of the Judy Dench right. movie about a child molester. What? <laughs> Put it up. That movie's great. Come on, I want this. this that was like, the movie. And that Light was, of Day was, was kind wall. of a sequel to Back to the Future, and what Marty McFly would have done if he'd gone to his music career. <laughs> So, <laughs> can I ask how old you were when that was? Oh, uh, like uh, what? Is it 18, 19? Did you get there? a lot of dates? No. Okay. Are you All kidding right. me? No. We, we were together on that one. Just had to make sure. Yeah. Uh, What's your ranking? My my ranking, I think it's pretty similar. Good movie. Parts didn't age super well, uh, but the cinematography is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and good game. I feel like it could have been better, but compared to the hot trash we play most of the time. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, we do. And, and I am a little nostalgic for this era of games. You know, I feel like if it's competently done and uh, has a baseline of creativity, I think I can give it a recommend. And yeah. I think this one does. So good movie. Um, very dick heavy. Uh, I tried to. <laughs> Not um, anymore. <laughs> I tried to compensate that by playing the game. I believe <laughs> it, it was a fine game, except for the fact that if you shot someone in the dick, they would go down. Uh, and I just really feel That's like. That's real it, life. Uh, <laughs> that really should have been applicable to this game. Um, but I, yeah, I think uh, I don't. I definitely feel like I didn't like this game as much as I did like the Scarface game. Mm. I feel like. Like there was like there was almost two on rails, uh, but and it was missing a little bit of charm. Yeah, it was missing charm, and I feel like the um, it was really interesting to hear the the dialogue from the Mads Mattels. No, that's a, that's Mads an anti- Yeah. Michael Madsen. Oh, Michael yeah, Madsen. Madsen. Michael yeah. Madsen. Because I I was going to say a Danish actor who played Hannibal. Yeah. Uh, but um, anyway, um, I just think that. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah. it's fine. Uh, I, I thought it was a little lame, and I thought the mechanics were a little mm-hmm. s- too complicated, but okay. I'm, I'm grading I, on a curve for sure, but yeah, I'm with I, you, yeah. I, of course, am, am going to grade from a, a the visual watching uh, of this. Of uh, course. I think uh, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's an extremely important film in the history of film. Yeah. Just because it, it, it did spur, it spurred a, a movement, yeah. as it yeah. were. Uh, and then, uh, as far as watching the video game, uh, I, I had a fine time. Wow, it was it was good. It was good. It's I had a really fun time making fun of this fucking thing. And uh, it serves that purpose too. Yeah, and, and just like looking at it and going, like, oh, why they do that? That's not like the movie. If, you know, I'm that guy. So if you thought that this podcast was loud. That room while we were playing was, was very loud. Yeah, I was screaming, loud, was laughing, and it was so fucking fun. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going great. Good. There you go. I'm I sorry. I'm sorry. Good... I'm shattering your good. That's okay. Uh, we almost ceiling. we almost had a full like like we all Consensus. stayed on target. We all stayed on the I've, scale. This is the closest to the scale we've been since ET. Yeah, maybe. You're Our welcome. Very first episode. You're welcome, guys. Yeah. yeah Wait, so. did y'all play the 2600 Atari yes, ET? Yeah. I had that game way back in the day. Oh, oh shit, yeah. it was hard as fuck. It was 
it's no, I didn't. No, I didn't even get close. Like no. my brother played it at the time. I didn't play it. I'm getting. <laughs> we, y'all were doing something else. I don't think anybody that eating that game. All yeah. of those old Atari Quest games were so fucking yeah. hard. There was one they with uh, this uh, this uh, brother and sister that were like uh, they were like in this other. They were from our world, but they went into like a mystical like yeah. fantasy world, oh. and it had like a little comic book with it that you followed. But oh. it was fucking oh. incredibly hard. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. If my brother was here, he'd know. Yeah. Uh, but it was called like. Uh, I want to say it was like manhole or something. Like that. No, God, I don't need. No, no, that was an it, early mouse. It was game. like something world. Like yeah. it was, it was very, very sword uh, world. Sword Ooh, world. Something fire like world, that. Ooh, there quest. were sword there quest. sword quests. Yeah, maybe. that's it. That's there it, that's was it. a there was a fire world. There was an ice world. There was yeah. a yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that fucking shit was a shit. That was cool. I like the comic book more than I like yeah. the game. But exactly. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Better comic book. Yeah, I'm sure there is one. There's somebody did it. Comic book. Uh, well, Chewy, thank you so much for being here. This was <laughs> my a pleasure, y'all. This, this was is a delight. A blast. For, for folks who don't know, Chewy is possibly the best improviser in the city oh. of Austin. <laughs> yeah. Stop like, it. Arguably, I mean, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. well, all of us are gunning for him. You know, we're yeah. all yeah. Like, we're all sabotaging parts of his car. But you that's know, fine. Yeah, on, on different. Is days, that why I have a check engine light right now? <laughs> that's one of the reasons. Uh, or is it because yeah. I'm an improviser Look. for hire? <laughs> uh, Chewy, let's just say you got here first. I got here second. Your car was left alone with me for a while. Will yeah. you fix? Yeah. It, please, God's sake. <laughs> yeah. And we haven't reached the point where J Ben's gonna shoot you in the dick, but that's oh, okay. thank God. Yeah, well, the day. night is young, any day now, yes. <laughs> and uh, the pawn shops are open. <laughs> yeah. and, and, it's, and we are in Texas, we are in Texas. There's vending machines for them. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we will you see you next week. We have a uh, we, we have an interesting one coming up next week as well. We are going to be talking about, I believe. The only time we're ever going to cover a biopic on this show, uh, which is a very weird way to cue this up because it's a pretty loose adaptation of a person's life. But we are going to be playing the video game adaptation of the film Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Oh. 1993. Yeah. I can't think of another biopic that would have had a video game inspired by it. Uh, unless Ray. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Ray. But, you know, yeah. Ray. Yeah, Ray. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Young, yeah. young Ray Charles coming through life. I'm looking forward to that new Iron Claw game. I hear it's really, uh, really upbeat and fun. Uh, all right, so we're going to be back next week for Dragon the Bruce Lee Story. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And Dragon as always, Larry. Oh, no, you could have saved it. Larry. <laughs> Look at me. Dude, you're gonna be okay! Say the goddamn words! Yeah.